Welcome to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dotson, and Tim Lowry. A show designed to help you discover your true identity in Christ. You have a purpose, and it's our desire to see it fulfilled through the powerful love of our Savior Jesus Christ. You can text your questions to 936-931-7770. That's 936-931-7770. Now, here's your host, Charlana Kelly. Welcome, everyone. We're so glad you're tuning in today. I am finally in the studio with Tim Lowry. Yay! Yay. <laughs> we got to acquaint Megan with all the little buttons so all she can buttons. give the applause <laughs> and <laughs> all the little sn- snappy things that in we time, do. In time. But man, it yes. is so good to be back. Ah, uh, Yes. It's been lonely here in the studio. Of course, Megan's been here, so I can't say I was alone. And we had a good time, didn't we, Megan? Yes. She's nodding her head. You know, you can <laughs> speak in that microphone. <laughs> We're trying to desperately get her on the air, but uh, maybe maybe in a few more months. Yes. Be on the air. But we've, we've enjoyed being together, and she does such a fantastic job. And But it's good to have you back. We uh, have been talking a lot about prayer, and of course, I had a few guests on with me, and things are going to probably continue to be that way for a little bit. But, you know, Tim, we today are going to continue the conversation on prayer. I did a whole program on prayer last week, and I have to tell you this, because I know you can relate to this as a pastor and right. businessman and and a Hollywood producer extraordinaire and all that you do, the many hats that you wear that sometimes you just fly by the seat of your pants, don't you? <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> I wonder what direction I'm going. Well, last week I had such a busy day on Thursday that I went literally from one thing to the next and late in, not late in the afternoon, but after lunch, I got a text that the, our federal representative, U.S. representative, Kevin Brady was in town to do a round table and I got invited to go that la- to that last minute. Right, right. And I, I wanted to say no so bad because I knew I needed to prepare for the program, but I thought, nope. This is a God thing. I'm going. And I did. Yeah. Yeah, Divine appointment. And I was there till almost time to come here. So I literally had one scripture and I did a whole program on prayer and I'm going to give God all the glory for every bit of it because I had no preparation to do it. But what I realized afterwards, there was such a divine anointing upon it that I could sense and feel. And I thought, you know, God, Things are really heating up around the world. As we all know, there's a lot of heavy stuff going on. Yeah. And people need to pray, right? Yep. It's one of our biggest weapons that we take for granted. We just think, um, I think the Western culture has just gotten away from power in their prayers. They think that that's the last resort. And actually, it's one of our first things we're supposed to be doing is to go to God and and pray in a way that is powerful and effective. Um, But that doesn't work if we're not righteous. You know, if we don't have, if we haven't repented from our sin, if we haven't uh, done that, then 
there's a lot of people in America think, well, I pray and nothing happens. Mm-hmm. But they don't know the steps. They wait till the last minute till they're completely in trouble and then they're praying, not even going, well, did I ask forgiveness? Did, did I repent? Did I get my life straight with God? Or am I just wanting him to bail me out at the last minute? Right, right. You know, I was just reading a scripture before we went on air. It's over in the book of Psalms, chapter 66. I want to read it really quickly because it flows right with what you're saying here. And it is, it's, it's uh, 18 in 19, it looks like it says, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear. But certainly God has heard me and he has attended to the voice of my prayer. You know, God really wants to answer. But oftentimes, like you say, we it's he's, you know, prayer is the last resort. And really what that means is God is the last resort. Right. Because a lot of people put their faith in their prayers and that is misguided. We, we're just communicating with God because he's our answer. He's the one that can stop time, make a donkey top, you know, causes a bush to burn. I mean, right, right. all the miracles, he can do anything. Yeah. And so we've got to get to the place. I want to spend this first segment and talk about our families. You know, we have a leadership summit coming up next week that I'm hosting and moderating and it's called the World Impact Summit. And some people are like, well, I'm not called to the world. Well, this is about your world, your mm. personal world. Yeah. And we're going to be talking about prayer and family and church, education, the arts and entertainment, media industries, business and government. And Tim is going to be delivering a keynote speech on the arts and entertainment and media which right now is really charting the course of nations. Yes, yeah, and there's many, many things that we take for granted that, um, you know, our culture is being shaped around that, and we don't even realize it. We've just come to accept it. Right. But it all begins, and that's so true, and I'm I'm telling you, I believe it's going to be a paradigm shift for the people that are there. And you can still come if you're in the local area here in East Texas, it's uh, going to start next Friday, the 27th. It'll be 9 to 4 at the Crockett Civic Center. And then Saturday, 9 to 4, Tim will actually be speaking on Saturday. If you can only come one day, there's a special price for that. But if you want to come both days, then there's a registration fee. You can find that at Attend Summit. Uh, attend worldimpactsummit.com. But getting back to what we're talking about, you know, media and arts and entertainment are shaping the course of nations, but, you know, decisions are made in the home. Right. And the family is really the most important thing to God. It's family was one of the first things that he created in the garden with Adam and Eve. And in essence, when you think about it, as they walked with him and talked with him and learned about the, their creator, the God of the universe, they were really his first church. Mm, yeah. I mean, think about it. In Deuteronomy, the word says to the fathers to teach the children. We know that mothers have a role in the teaching of the children as well. We're going to take a, a look at the significance of the monument to the forefathers at that summit as well. They left us a blueprint for liberty yeah. 
And it starts in the home with the mom and the dad, you know, so media, while media is shaping and setting the course, almost prophetically for our future, you know, it it takes family units making decisions about how they're going to live their life and how they're going to respond to certain things and what they're going to do to bring impact with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And, you know, really and truly, it all begins with prayer. Yeah. Prayer is where it starts for the family. And prayer is also one of the things that unites the family. Yeah. When you come together and you pray as a family, it strengthens you because you get to see what God does in that moment, not just as an individual, but as a family. Yeah. And the family gets to feel the presence of God and the power of God in all of their own lives individually, but then collectively as a family, because sometimes a family will go through something and when you take the time to pray as a family and you stand against whatever it is from the enemy and, and just take a stand and say, Lord, we're coming to you as a family um, and asking what you need us to do. Right. And then as a family being obedient, individuals being obedient, but a family as well. And, and you just see that's something that nobody can take away from you when you see the power of God working in your life like that's that. That's so true. You know, I have been on this in prayer praying for miracles. I mean, just tenaciously praying and asking God for miracles. Well, I think what we hear from the enemy right now is, um, oh, you don't need to pray. You're just, your your prayers aren't going to be effective. Mm -hmm. You're just one person in the middle of nowhere. You know, and I talk about the the situation going on over in Afghanistan Mm because we're just devastated, you know, like praying. It's like, Lord, what can we do? You know, like, should we get on a plane and go like take, take, you know, 45,000 right. churches and go, you know, rescue these people or, right. or, or what, you know, and, and God's saying your most uh, effective weapon right now is prayer. Yeah. And I just hear like in my own prayer life, I'm like, uh, well, what, what are you going to do? You just one person, you're going to sit there and pray. What are you going to pray about? And I just have to stop and go, it's not me to do it. I'm just calling, uh, the angels that were designed to do this from before time, they're right. sitting there waiting for us to, to say, you know, Come, come down onto Afghanistan, come right. down onto Kabul, come down and, and throw those big boulders on the head of the snake, you know, right. um, and take them out. So that's, that's the goal that we just need to do and say, you know what, we can rise up because it's not our power in prayer. It's Christ's power. Right. It's his righteousness. Yeah. That's the amazing thing. That is the amazing thing. You know, I want to mention one thing about the one voice too. One of the things that we need to remember, all of us, whether you're a seasoned prayer or a beginner, that when you you start to pray and call in the name of the Lord, you are joining your voice with the multitudes of millions of people that are calling on the name of the Lord for Afghanistan. And think of the devastation of those families over there right now. And, And so, you know, sometimes we're by ourselves and we feel like, what are we doing? We're ineffective and all that. But, but we do, we come into that one accord unity in the spirit, Yeah. whether we feel like it or we don't, it doesn't matter. We're joining our voices together in one accord. Well, and the most amazing thing about our God is that there's time and time again, there's, there's examples in the Bible, but you know, he will hear you when 
you cry out like that. Like you, you hear the nations crying out and he says, I, I, I can hear your cries no longer. I have to go yeah. do something. But then also he'll hear the cries of one prophet or one person that is crying out to him and saying, Lord, and he will still do the same amount of power and miracles with one right. that he does with all. So it's not that you can't do either. You do both. Both. Absolutely. And you know, that just made me think of, was it Moses where God said, is there one to take up the hedge? Is there one that will stand in the hedge? It was either him or Abraham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just one. And, you know, I heard Tommy Tenney teach on the one who's praying, how God will take that one prayer that the one prays and filter judgment into mercy. If we'll just stand in the hedge. Tim, would you pray for families right now? Sure. Dearly Father, I just thank you that you are sovereign. And Lord, you say we're two or more gathered in your name that you're there. And we just gather in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, knowing that we all come together united as your bride, your church, children of you, Lord God. And Lord, you say that we can ask. And we just ask that, Father, you just guide your wisdom into the hearts of the men and leaders of these families and to the, the, the single moms and, and everyone that has the authority over these children, Lord, that you just point your wisdom and your peace and your love and your restoration to them, that they may be uh, giving these children love, but not just a, a sappy kind of love, but a, a, a repentant kind of love, uh, a love that draws us closer to you, that we seek your face daily. Lord, I just pray for just an amazing, uh, just igniting of their hearts to say, I want to know who Jesus is. I want to know who my Heavenly Father is. I want to get to know more and more of you. And just a craving to start reading in the word, Lord God. Father, when all these things are happening around us that are chaotic and, and seem hopeless, Lord, help us to understand that you are our hope and that we can dive into your word. Father, I just pray for just uh, mighty prayer warriors, mighty to just raise up uh, around these families, continue to pray for them. And Lord, I just thank you that you are above all of this and that you are in control. And I give it all to you in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, my pastor in Florida, 20 plus year pastor, great man of God, great teacher of the word. He posted something about a week ago and he said, the world is not falling apart. The world is, is coming together. And what he went on to say in the post was that, you know, God knows what he's doing here. Not that he's the author of the things that are death and destruction, but every event is is culminating in that one event of Jesus's return. Yeah, and so he said it's falling into place. Actually, it's not falling apart; it's falling into place. Yeah, that's a great word. And he said that the church will be triumphant. And we need to remember that, you know, sometimes we get our eyes focused on things and, and we look around us and we're like, oh, we're not ready or they're asleep or what's, what's it going to take God for the church to rise up? But it's pressure, literally, that will push people upward. Right. You know what I mean? And these things bring pressure. Amen. So we're going to continue this conversation on the other side of the break. I want you to stay tuned. If you have a question or comment, please text us 936-931-7770. 
You are listening to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dotson, and Tim Lowry. You can text your questions to 936-931-7770. That's 936-931-7770. For over 50 years, Bruner's Economy Car Center has been delivering fast, affordable, and highly trusted automotive care to Crockett and the surrounding communities. Whether it's 24-hour towing and wrecking service, routine engine services, or custom body and paint repair, Bruner's Economy Car Center has got you covered. They work with all insurance companies, and with direct repair, you'll be back on the road in no time. Open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Bruner's is ready to service all of your car care needs. For 24-hour towing, call 936-546-4022. That's 936-546-4022. Or visit them at brunersecc.com to schedule your appointment and free estimate today. Bruner's Economy Car Center, trusted since 1972. Clifton, and I am a life strategist and imaginator, and I am the author of The Awareness Suite. The Awareness Suite is a series of rooms that God and I designed together that disaster-proof your life from the inside out. Disaster-proofing from the inside out, it's a real thing when you learn about the ACE key. The ACE key, it's the awareness changes everything key, and it's the missing piece of life's puzzle that keeps you from being deceived by life's fine-sounding arguments. Connect with me and learn more at lauriclifton.com. Bella Gifts from the Heart is proud to be a sponsor of Unshakable. Bella Gifts is located in the historic downtown square of Crockett, Texas. They carry a variety of specialty items selected from a love of style, sense of humor, family, and hope. Stop by Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. or Saturdays till 4. For directions and more information, call 936-545-1906 or visit bellagiftsfromtheheart.com. Looking for a breathtaking location for your wedding or event? Look no further than the barn at Hickory Creek. Nestled in the heart of Crockett, Texas, this stunning barn venue offers a unique rustic elegance that you won't find anywhere else. We proudly host weddings, family reunions, corporate events, and any type of special occasion. Call us today at 936-222-4562. The Barn at Hickory Creek, creating endearing experiences you will cherish for decades to come. 104.3 Joy FM. Feel the joy. to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dotson, and Tim Lowry. The studio lines are now open. You can text your questions to 936-931-7770. Now, here's your host, Charlana Kelly. Welcome back. We're so glad you're tuning in today. We're continuing the conversation on the importance of prayer. In the last segment, we talked about families and the real need for families to come together in unity. I loved something that Tim said. He said, when families pray together, there's a strengthening that takes place. I don't know if he used this word, but I know there's a unity and a singleness of heart that happens in prayer. You know, it's it's like when you're walking together and you have a vision for the future, prayer is the place that births out 
the the steps and the instruction and the strategies that God has for us for our our marriages, whether it's husband and wives praying together or whole families for our children, our grandchildren. You know, Tim, when people have their babies around me and they let me hold them, or even if there's a small child, if if they put that child in my arms, man, I am going to pray over that child, whether they even know it or not. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's just such an opportunity for us to bless one another. And in a time of great turmoil, which I think that we would all agree the whole world is in a lot of chaos right now, especially with what's happening and has happened over in Afghanistan. You know, I don't want to go too far down this, but I, I can say this, Tim. It's, it, that was one of the most horrific examples of true leadership I have ever seen in my life. Yeah. And I think the whole world was taken by great surprise by what America did. And, you know, it made me think of men of honor and great valor that have served this country and laid their lives down. And some of them lost limbs and all kinds of things. You know, PTSD is, is suicide among our military men, the very men that fought for 20 years over in that region, you know, and it breaks my heart for them as well. And, you know, there's just such a heaviness. I don't know if yeah, you're feeling yeah. it. And, oh, and yeah, you, you, I mean, you can't help but see it, especially when they keep playing those clips over and over. They try oh, to, yeah. you know, create a narrative or, or pull out an emotion. And um, I, for a while, I just had to just turn that off and just say, you know, God, I, I know the situation is bad there. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you need me to pray about? Yeah. And not just be, you know, the things that, that I was getting were things from like the underground church and we're getting yes. stuff from them. And um, and you're hearing stories of just, you know, they're losing their lives on the phone, on a phone call and you're hearing guns go off and people right. are being gunned down and and yet they're they're not denouncing Christ. Mm-hmm. And they they're knowing that, they are moving forward even to that last minute being a testimony for Christ. Right. And it's a wake up call for us. It really we, is. You know, we keep thinking, Oh, that's over there. I'm, I'm just going to go make my cup of tea and I'm going to go, you know, look at, you know, I'm going to switch over to TikTok instead of Facebook now. So I, I can be laughing instead of seeing what's going on because we just think that it's, I think we've just been so jaded by seeing all these things on the news that it never really gets into our heart right. we see it but then we just go okay you know next thing what's the next thing that i'm looking at well like we're just trying to process information right instead of dwelling on that and going lord this this takes time we need to pray about this we need to mm-hmm. to start you know getting involved and saying lord what do you need us to do yeah and prayer is first line defense like you were saying in the last segment it's the very first thing that we should do about pray about you know philippians 4 6 worry about nothing pray about everything if i could encapsulate it yeah that's in a that good way. summary <laughs> yeah <laughs> But, you know, just mentioning the the messages that are coming out from over there, I had somebody send me a text message from a, a family member. They're from the U.K., and these are 
people probably your age, my age, and their parents are missionaries mm. over in Afghanistan, and they got stuck there. And they go through this long, very long text about all the horrific things that are happening, and they get to the very bottom, and they say, but mom and dad are in much peace and joy. Right. And then there are little emojis of, you know, the tears and everything. And I think that I told someone who shared that with me, I said, that is a grace that we don't know. Right. An empowerment, because when we're put in, if God allows us to go through something, he's going to empower us to endure. Right. And to handle whatever comes. And so there's a there's got to be a multiplication of grace upon you to do that. And I have a, a dear minister friend up in New York City. And when the Rwanda genocide was going on back in the 90s, she asked one of the apostles over there. He, he was saving lives, going right, right. into the dark places and, you know, getting people out and, and saving their lives, rescuing them basically from sure death. And, and she asked him, she said, how did you do that? And he said that. He said, there was a grace upon me to do what in any other season I would have said I could not do. Right. You know, and then I remember the little Yazidi girls back when ISIS was, you know, in such control over there. And the Yazidis, which were one of the early sects of Christianity, they had been run up into the mountain right. and ISIS was going to, you know, really annihilate all of them. And there was the CNN reporter there that did a little interview and off to the side where they're talking with adults there are these three little girls holding hands skipping in a circle laughing and singing we love yeshua mm. you know yeah and i i just i just have been contemplating that and the church in america i want to talk about the church here for a couple minutes and then let's pray for the church but the church in America really needs to toughen up. Mm, that's a good word. <laughs> <laughs> Stop being babies. There's a there's a, a new book a, a friend of mine is right that's coming out. Um, he wrote original. I think it's called Stop Being Babies, Grow Up. Ah, uh, and it's it's about the church. Mm-hmm. And so interesting to see how. Um, yeah, that's going to be. Well, I think I think there are people waking up. You know, I sure don't want to, you know, insinuate that the whole church is asleep. But the Western church, like you just said, we have not experienced that level of persecution. No. And then we, when you're not experiencing it, you don't have anything to relate it to. Right. You can't say, oh, I, I've been in that. I understand that. Mm-hmm. Like, But there's people that are over here now that had escaped some of this right and they can testify and say this is what's going on this is what we need to do we need to come together and we need to pray um but i also feel like during those times that's really a big picture of separating the wheat and the chaff oh yeah you know saying are you you're saying you're my church but you know the ones that don't run the ones that stand their ground and don't deny christ those are his church. Right. The others, w- what happened? They're just gone. You right, know? right. And, um, you know, it's a heavy heart for me, but I was reading recently and, and saying, I can't believe how there's going to be such a mass exodus from the church. I didn't mm. understand it. I was like, you know, if the church is your body and we're your bride and we love you and we're doing all this stuff, why would we ever want to leave? Right. Well, the reality is 
if you're building up a false Jesus or a false church mm-hmm. and you think you're on this foundation, when persecution comes, you're, you're like, wait a minute, uh, you don't have the resolve to stand for Christ because you weren't standing on him in the first place. Yeah. You were standing on a, a different pillar. You know, maybe it was a social Jesus. Maybe it was a, uh, you know, uh, there's a thing called uh, situational ethics. Oh, yes. Which has been introduced, you know, back in the 60s. And it's really in, intoxicated us as a civilization in the West because now we think, well, I can justify it, mm-hmm. you know, because... If it's if there's something happening to me that's bad, I can justify doing something bad to somebody else to fix me. Right. And we just keep rationalizing that away. And I never even knew what that was. I just I could see it and then then I saw what it was. Oh wow, that's that's situational ethics. Yeah, and you know, that makes me think also of all of this that we hear over the past now of really ten years. It's not anything new, but you hear it more now than you did in the beginning where Truth is, you know, relative. Right, not absolute. There's not absolute truth anymore. And that's even in the church. There are churches that do not believe that word that we hold in our hands in the Bible is absolute, infallible, unchangeable. They don't believe that anymore. No, and and in fact, um, that was one of the things I was doing in in L.A. was Mm -hmm. dealing with that, Um, uh, doing a a documentary on, on the seminaries and Mm -hmm. how this ideals have infiltrated that. And it's scary because you're seeing the result of that in the churches now because the younger pastors have been trained up that way to, to be, um, you know, to be passive or to now there's, there are even crazy things. Like you don't even have to, to know hermeneutics Mm -hmm. to be a pastor anymore, to, to Mm. graduate and get your license. And hermeneutics is the, the study of, you know, what, what the application is, right. For, for what, you know, you, you study it and then there's an absolute, there's an absolute to it. Oh, you don't need that now. Now they teach you theory classes Mm. and critical race theory and all of these different things that don't are mean more it. social it sounds like. yeah it's very very social it doesn't mean anything mm-hmm. when it comes to the word of god and if you would take that and try to go to another seminary mm-hmm. well they wouldn't accept those credits right you know but recently now that it, there's so many seminaries that are now taking all that up now it's like they it, it's the opposite mm-hmm. you know and that's the scary part because now if we're not being taught sin is sin mm-hmm then how do you repent from it? Right. And you don't really need Jesus and if either. You, and if you have a pastor from a church that you've gone to for 20 years, and now you have a new pastor, and they're coming in because the old one's retiring, and and they're telling you all of these different things, the, non, the younger generation is growing up with that. Right. The older generation may question it, but then, oh, you're too old. You just, you don't know the new ways of thinking. And, and that was, you know, God's enlightened us and right. all, all of these other things. And and so they eventually they, they know they're going to pass away, you know, and then they have the younger generation already adapted to this new teaching. Right. And then that's like you said, what happens it takes everything away so that you don't need Jesus. You don't need what he did on the cross. Right. You can, it's Jesus and, mm-hmm. you know, it's Jesus and good works. It's Jesus and social justice. It's right. Jesus and all More, these other things. And you can see this in our, our culture 
in the church culture that were more cause-oriented than Christ-oriented, mm. very much driven by causes. And I remember one time that I heard a pastor in a pulpit say, I know, he said these exact words, I know this is going to offend all you Jesus-only people. And, when, and he, like, when he said that, I was like, uh, yeah, I'm a Jesus only person. I'm kind of looking around. Like, is, who is it? <laughs> where are all y'all Jesus only people? But, but the thing was for him, he was making a point that sometimes people need counseling and that's where, and counseling is good. I'm not saying it's bad, but what has happened is everything's become so amalgamated that you've got humanism mixed up in there, the focus of self, you know, yeah. self-actualization and realization. It's all mixed up Right, Jesus and my feelings. Yeah. You know, my yeah. salvation is Jesus and my feelings. Right. My salvation is Jesus and my, what I identify as. Yeah. And not that, that Jesus is enough. Right. That, that Jesus is the only thing the that only. will save you. Yeah. You can't do anything in your own strength. You can't even do the best, best thing in the world. You, you can't obtain righteousness. Mm -hmm. The only way you can do that is accepting it through Christ, that right. his righteousness, and that's his blood that covers our sin. Mm -hmm. There's nothing in our body. There's nothing that we can do around us to cover our own sin. That's it. Well, Lord, we pray for your church right now. I'm always reminded that the bride belongs to Jesus. And so I thank you, Jesus, that you hold the lampstands, that you're in charge of your church. And so, Holy Spirit, the bride, the spirit in the bride, just literally, we say, come right now, wake up out of your slumber, come alive. And Father, I thank you that your mercy is still available today for every Christian, for every believer, for every pastor. Lord, and I thank you that the shaking that is upon us that has already begun, that people are still able to hear your voice, to know the voice of their shepherd, and to reject those false voices, those voices that seem right, sound right, but in the end, lead to death. Do the work in your church, Jesus. We love you so much, and we ask it in Jesus' name. You know, I tell you, I believe it, such great days are ahead. We want to be right in the middle of it. Stay tuned. You are listening to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dotson, and Tim Lowry. You can text your questions to 936-931-7770. That's 936-931-7770. Looking for a breathtaking location for your wedding or event? Look no further than The Barn at Hickory Creek. Nestled in the heart of Crockett, Texas, this stunning barn venue offers a unique rustic elegance that you won't find anywhere else. We proudly host weddings, family reunions, corporate events, and any type of special occasion. Call us today at 936-222-4562. The Barn at Hickory Creek. Creating endearing experiences you will choose cherish for decades to come. 
Gifts from the Heart is proud to be a sponsor of Unshakable. Bella Gifts is located in the historic downtown square of Crockett, Texas. They carry a variety of specialty items selected from a love of style, sense of humor, family, and hope. Stop by Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. or Saturdays till 4. For directions and more information, call 936-545-1906 or visit bellagiftsfromtheheart.com. For over 50 years, Bruner's Economy Car Center has been delivering fast, affordable, and highly trusted automotive care to Crockett and the surrounding communities. Whether it's 24-hour towing and wrecking service, routine engine services, or custom body and paint repair, Bruner's Economy Car Center has got you covered. They work with all insurance companies, and with direct repair, you'll be back on the road in no time. Open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Bruner's is ready to service all of your car care needs. For 24-hour towing, call 936-546-4022. That's 936-546-4022. Or visit them at brunersecc.com to schedule your appointment and free estimate today. Bruner's Economy Car Center, trusted since 1972. Clifton, and I am a life strategist and imaginator, and I am the author of The Awareness Suite. The Awareness Suite is a series of rooms that God and I designed together that disaster-proof your life from the inside out. Disaster-proofing from the inside out, it's a real thing when you learn about the ACE key. The ACE key, it's the awareness changes everything key, and it's the missing piece of life's puzzle that keeps you from being deceived by life's fine-sounding arguments. Connect with me and learn more at LoriClifton.com. You're listening to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dotson, and Tim Lowry. The studio lines are now open. You can text your questions to 936 931 7770. Now, here's your host, Charlana Kelly. Welcome back. We're glad you're tuning in today. We're talking about prayer today, and I, I'd love to hear from you. If you have some comments, some questions, and even some concerns, you can text us at 936-931-7770. And if you are just tuning in, there is an opportunity at a later time. You can listen to the podcast. Those will come out at some time in the future. So you can always visit 1043joyfm.com backslash unshakable and listen to all the previous programs going back now. Can you believe it? Almost a year. Mm, yeah, actually more than a year. Is it, yeah, is yeah. it more than a year? Yeah. Keep me on track here. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Okay. Well, praise the Lord. It's been fun. It has been. And I think, you know, when we started the first season of this uh, with Unshakable, um, I think that was the thing. This was before COVID. This was before all these things. But God, I just put on your heart, we need to really start talking about how to be unshakable in a time that is, you know, uncertain. And that uncertainty means, guess what? Things are shaking around us. Yeah. And now we're really starting to see that. So how do you become 
unshakable. And that's by having that solid faith in Christ and knowing your purpose, knowing that God has you in this moment for this time and not being afraid of all the things that are happening around you, but having that peace uh, inside you to know, Lord, you have me to do something. What is that? And if he needs you to run into a fiery burning building, you're going to go do it because he's commanding you to go do it. Yeah. And, and that's the unshakableness that you can just go in and just say, uh, I'm, I'm unmovable for Christ. Yes. Yes. You know, who was it? Abraham. He was fully persuaded, fully persuaded that God was able to do what he said he had done. And we've got to get to that place. And, you know, what do you think it is that makes people so unsettled in their faith when they see things happen around them that they have no control over? Um, exactly that. They have no control over it. Yeah. They, everybody wants to have control of their life. Yeah. Everybody wants to have control of the situation. Mm-hmm. And so even a lot of Christians who say they give God control don't really give mm-hmm. it to him. They control him as much as they can. And so when things get, uh, you know, scary, they feel, oh, I can't control it. I can't control it. That's the fear comes. Yeah. And, and then when they can't control it, when they realize they can't physically get out of it, that's when they start praying. Mm-hmm. And instead of it being the opposite way, where for me, the fear that I get is, mm-hmm. um, it's it's a weird feeling because I know I'm not in control, but I also know that God can do whatever he wants, but he doesn't do it the same way twice. So there's no control of me seeing the outcome of what he's going to do either. Right. So I have to have that faith. And sometimes I'm going, okay, do I have the, do I have the strength to get through what's going to happen? You know, and that's the thing I just got to keep holding on, holding on to Christ, holding on to God, giving, know the faith that God's going to do it. And what I try to do is I turn it around where I start getting joyful mm-hmm. and going, all right, God, what are you going to do? Let's see this. I can't <laughs> wait because I'm going to give you the glory for this because yes. there's nothing that I can do. And and we have to get out of that. Um, we just have to surrender everything to Christ, Yeah, everything to God, including our will to want to be in control, mm-hmm. even in, in the situations where he's telling us to go do something. How many times do we still want to be in control of that instead right. of just going, obedient step by step. Right. Because the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And oftentimes we just get a step at a time, which is really for our safety. It's actually a pretty safe place to live in. But you know what you were, you were just saying about how people, they get to the place, they want to be in control, right? And then they figure out, okay, I'm not in control here. So I need to surrender to God. I need to pray and ask and all of that. And you know, each time we do that, I think we, we, you know, the, the scripture refers to us as trees of righteousness, and that's always reminded me of Jeremiah 17, 7 and 8, when the scripture says that we'll be like trees planted by the waters right. that sink down deep roots. Yeah, and so then that's like when every time we do that, those roots just keep going. They keep going deeper and deeper, and it says in the scripture that they'll never cease from bearing fruit, even in times of famine and and pestilence and and drought i think the scripture uses the word drought that they'll never cease bearing fruit and so yeah every time we go through that those roots are sinking down deeper if you allow that 
Yeah. You know, and and that's what's exercising that that faith muscle, I call it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to have superhuman, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger looking faith of muscles if you're not exercising it, if you don't yeah. start out in that smaller way. And every time that's like you said, it just, the roots go deeper and deeper and they got to go deeper before they can, you know, the, the top surface can get bigger. Right. You, you go down deep, 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 and then you start seeing the fruit of that on the top. Now that reminds me of an iceberg. Mm, yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. For those that may not know why I brought that up is what you see under the water is what, like three quarters times larger than what you see above the surface of the water. And the interesting thing about the iceberg is it kind of bounces along on the bottom. So it, it literally takes up into it a lot of the bottom trash, so to speak. And I, I've often like thought about that's the adversity of life right you know and and we're processing it and it's becoming a part of who we are so to speak forming our testimonies you know the the trials the challenges the adversity that we go through and so you know friends the the one thing that you need to know for this time in this season that god has chosen us to live in that is that as you see things shaking around you, you need to remember that the kingdom of God cannot itself be shaken. We're receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And Amen. you're a part of that kingdom. And so as we remind ourselves of that and give ourselves, I love what you said earlier that that you allow joy to come because joy Joy is different than happiness. Happiness is part of the blessing. God wants us to be happy. If you look that up in the Greek, blessing, it'll have the word happy. But a lot of times happiness is fleeting. You know, it's just based on what's going on On in the moment. And but joy is like the character of God. And and it's a commodity like peace of heaven. And it's our strength. It's like a uniform almost that we put on that that gives us the ability, what does Nehemiah 8.10 says, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Yeah. And in joy, we have to, I heard somebody say this the other day, that we have to fight for our joy sometimes. Right, because there's so many things that are trying to suck it away. I call them joy suckers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you'll have a great moment and you just have that joy and there's somebody right there to try to suck that away and, and you have to fight for that. You say, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold on to that because this is more than happiness. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is a joy. This is, this is like a... Um, like a shalom, mm-hmm. you know, that just absorbs every every molecule of your being. Yeah, you just embrace it. This 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 joy that you get when you're um, in tune with the Holy Spirit, when you're in tune with God. Right, right, yeah, and you know, the joy itself can shift your perspective of things. Well, see, I I have, I have joy just opening my Bible, mm-hmm. and the reason I did was. I don't read in Lamentations very, very often. Okay. But I just, today, I just flipped it open and there was a little note in here. Oh, nice. It says, read me. Oh, what? uh, Yeah. And it says, uh, Lamentations 3 says, you are loved, you are worthy, you are incredible, you are a child of God, and you're an amazing father. You are beautiful. I love you. And that's from my daughter. Oh my goodness, so, Tim, you're gonna make me cry. <laughs> and it was da- uh, and it was dated January 31st of this year. Wow. So, um, 
You can see why I haven't got, I don't go into lamination, but I just happened to open it today. Isn't that something? And, I and love that. that's the joy. I mean, you can't take that joy away from me. It, it's, mm-hmm. the, the, it's not a happiness that, oh, I'm happy I got this. The joy is that my daughter is so in tune with the scripture mm-hmm. that she can encourage me in a note to say that you are God's chosen. Isn't that something? How precious. Yeah. And then God gave you that wonderful opportunity to read it again today when you probably weren't really thinking about it, yeah, right? Yeah. I love that. You know, and those are the moments that make us into unshakable people because we know, golly, if God has this moment in his hand that he can orchestrate even the flipping open of a Bible to get a message of encouragement and love to us. Don't you think he can take care of the big things? Yeah. And and we just always think, you know, um, I think maybe we think we're maybe too inferior to ask at the time because we don't realize mm-hmm. our position, that we are actually children of God, that we are his. Mm-hmm. We think that, you know, because maybe because we're Gentile that were adopted into it. So it doesn't quite do that. But, you know, one of the things I love about your story is you are adopted Mm -hmm. and you know, the difference that when you're in a family that loves you for you, there's, there's nothing, it's the same. It's equal. It's you, it's, it's, and in some places it's even greater because they, they got an opportunity to bring you into the family, somebody that wasn't originally going to be there. And there's a joy that they got to have. And that's what God is. If you think about it, he, we weren't supposed to be there, you mm-hmm. know, but we were, cause he gave the Gentiles. The interesting thing was, you know, Paul talks about it, that, that the whole reason that Gentiles were, were able to have the gospel was so that the Jews would be jealous and they would see that personal relationship and they would crave it mm-hmm. and say, what do they have? I want that. Right. You know? And so that's one of the visions that I always have to look at and say, if a Jewish person saw me today, is my actions making them crave God more? Or are they looking at me going, man, what a jerk. I don't want to be around that guy, you yeah. know? And so it's, it's when you realize your position that you are a child of God, man, it just, then you can boldly go into the throne. You can boldly ask mm-hmm. for those things. And and it, it just, ah, oh, just, I don't know. I, I don't have words for it. I'm just, I'm overwhelmed with joy and uh, encouragement and excitement to know that I can stand in the throne room um, yes. of God and, and be thankful, but also boldly ask for things that, that I need. Yeah. And you're invited there. There's an open door policy and there's yeah. no limit to the number of visits, <laughs> you know, and this, this is where, when we're praying, this is where we're standing spiritually. Well, and keep in mind back in the day, that was something that was not, uh, you know, normal. I mean, it, you couldn't just go into the king. Right. You had to, you know, even if you were the, like Esther, even if you're the queen and you go in he still has to aim that scepter towards you and allow you. If he doesn't, you could die right on the spot. Yeah. And yet God's saying, you have an open invitation to my throne room. Yeah. He's pointed the scepter towards you and beckoned you to come. That is so wonderful. You know, I'm just thinking of believers right now and how, how they're struggling maybe today with just the overwhelming feelings that they may have 
family struggles or job struggles. You know, there's still a lot of struggles in our nation from all the lockdowns and everything that's gone on with COVID and then all of the upheaval and chaos over different social issues that have erupted in our nation and violence escalating here as well as what's going on around the world. I just want to encourage our listeners to believe God for big things, believing that he'll bring peace into your home, that he'll bring reconciliation where there needs to be some, some restoration. If you have children that are addicted or you know, doing things that, you know, displeases God, to trust God with those children, that God is able to take hold of them and to get them to where they need to be. Yeah, and and not to be afraid to stand up for him. Yeah. You know, I think we've been quiet uh, and not wanting to hurt people's feelings, Mm -hmm. but time is short and we keep seeing that it's getting shorter and shorter. Right. And I encourage anybody that, you know, get out your Facebook and look at your contacts, get your phone out, look at your contacts Mm -hmm. and go through and say, how many people did I not share the gospel with because I was uneasy? Right. Just take a moment and just share with them. Say, if this is my last day, I want you to know that Jesus loves you and there's a way for you to come to him. There you go. That's so simple. That is so simple. I was writing some things today for the summit. One of the things I wrote down is we have everything, we have nothing to lose and everything to gain. And that's, that's what I want you all to know. By reaching out and doing something so simple that Tim just told you, that is a moment you have everything to gain. Don't let your fear and your, your just worry about what they're going to say or do. Just do it, friends. Just do it. You are listening to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dotson, and Tim Lowry. You can text your questions to 936-931-7770. That's 936-931-7770. Hi, my name is Lori Clifton, and I am a life strategist and imaginator, and I am the author of The Awareness Suite. The Awareness Suite is a series of rooms that God and I designed together that disaster-proof your life from the inside out. Disaster-proofing from the inside out, it's a real thing when you learn about the ACE key. The ACE key, it's the awareness changes everything key, and it's the missing piece of life's puzzle that keeps you from being deceived by life's fine-sounding arguments. Connect with me and learn more at lauriclifton.com. Looking for a breathtaking location for your wedding or event? Look no further than the barn at Hickory Creek. Nestled in the heart of Crockett, Texas, this stunning barn venue offers a unique rustic elegance that you won't find anywhere else. We proudly host weddings, family reunions, corporate events, and any type of special occasion. Call us today at 936-222-4562. The Barn at Hickory Creek. Creating endearing experiences you will cherish for decades to come. For over 50 years, Bruner's Economy Car Center has been delivering fast, affordable, and highly trusted automotive care to Crockett and the surrounding communities. Whether it's 24-hour towing and wrecking service, routine engine services, or custom body and paint repair, Bruner's Economy Car Center has got you covered. They work with all insurance companies, and with direct repair, you'll be back on the road in no time. Open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Bruner's is ready to service all of your car care 
needs. For 24-hour towing, call 936-546-4022. That's 936-546-4022. Or visit them at brunersecc.com to schedule your appointment and free estimate today. Bruner's Economy Car Center, trusted since 1972. Gifts from the Heart is proud to be a sponsor of Unshakable. Bella Gifts is located in the historic downtown square of Crockett, Texas. They carry a variety of specialty items selected from a love of style, sense of humor, family, and hope. Stop by Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. or Saturdays till 4. For directions and more information, call 936-545-1906 or visit bellagiftsfromtheheart.com. Feel the joy. 104.3 Joy FM. to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dotson, and Tim Lowry. The studio lines are now open. You can text your questions to 936-931-7770. Now, here's your host, Charlana Kelly. Welcome back. We're glad you tuned in today. We're wrapping the program up here in this last segment. Tim is here. He's not going to be with us next week. And I just want you to know what a blessing it was to have you here and have a conversation with you today. Well, it was great to be back in studio. And I know next week you, you're going to be filling this studio with all the, the speakers and stuff for the conference. So yes. you definitely want to tune in for that because that's going to be amazing. It is. It is. We've got people coming from out of state, Florida, Washington, North Carolina, Mississippi, you know, right here in Texas. I heard somebody's coming from Washington, D.C., And so, of course, you will be there, I will be there, and it's going to be a powerful time. If you want to get registered, if you're here in the local area, East Texas area, and you want to come, just go to attendworldimpactsummit.com. You can get all the information, and you can register there. And we'd love to see you, so let us know that you're coming and you heard about this on the radio and uh, it, actually, if you text me at 936-931-7770, I'll give you a little radio discount on your registration. How about that? That's pretty cool. That's pretty it? cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Tim, I just really felt like you had a word in you for our listeners as we wind up today. I want to take advantage of of the wisdom of God in you here as we wrap. Well, I just think that what we need to do is... Just stay focused in the word. Mm-hmm. You know, when all this stuff is going on, stay focused in the word. Know that our time is now, that God put us on this earth for this purpose. Like your books have been saying, if you've been paying attention to this show and reading along, you by now should be equipped yeah, to true. do what you need to do for God. Because God, is, and if you know somebody that isn't, share those books, share those resources, and and share your testimony. Yeah. Because that's what we need. We need to strengthen each other now because this is just a picture of what's coming over into the United States, what's going on in Af- uh, uh, Afghanistan right now. So we have to be ready as a church to know that we need to be able to take a stand for that. And if you think it'll never happen in church, in U.S., it will. And yeah. so you just need to be ready. 
That's so true. And, you know, I always say this, Daniel didn't prepare after he got to Babylon. He was long prepared before Babylon came into his life. And so we need to do the same. What a powerful word to get into the word, stay in the word, know the God of the word. Jesus is the word, the life and the truth. And no one comes to the father except through him. If you don't know Jesus, call upon his name today. Ask him to be your Lord and savior. Repent of your sins and he will come into your life. And it's the only way that it's the only way that you will not be deceived. That's it. That's it. We need that witness of the Holy Spirit. Thanks for tuning in. We look forward to being with you next week. You've been listening to Unshakable with Charlana Kelly, Vanessa Dotson, and Tim Lowry. Unshakable is a ministry of Speak Truth Media. If you would like to help support this ministry, you can mail your gifts to Unshakable, P.O. Box 387, Crockett, Texas, 75835. That's Unshakable, P.O. Box 387, Crockett, Texas, 75835. Until next time, remember to stay strong in the Lord so that you too can be unshakable.